Do you hate your job? Of course you do. So do Liz and Noah. Now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job. Hello and welcome to another episode of When Can I Quit My Job? My name is Noah and I am joined as usual by my lovely wife, Liz. How's it going, Liz? Pretty good. So it's Independence Day weekend. Tis. And uh, we did some celebrating and we got to watch some fireworks and stuff last night. We did. At our future brother-in-law's place. So that was a good time. Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, it's been it's been like really nice weather and bordering on hot, a little too hot. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's it's in the 90s. It's hot. And it's a little humid here where we live. Yeah, it's but this weekend, I don't think thankfully for how hot it was, I don't think it was as humid. Yeah. As we can be used to, but mm-hmm. we had a 3-day weekend yeah, we that did. we're coming off of, so both of us at the same time, which isn't very common. Right. Mhm. So that's that was great. So yeah, we had we got to go to the pool a few times. We I guess we didn't do that much like stuff to tell and talk about, but we got to relax and have a good weekend. Totally. Well, I mean, if we're recapping a little bit, like we did sort of a awesomely bad movie. Oh, yeah. Marathon. I mean, not really a marathon. Maybe we yeah. can do that tonight and call it a marathon but yeah (laughs) we attempted one anyway yeah so yeah that's a that's a random thing we do we We like to watch um watched ice spiders and the room and we attempted to watch ice spiders we didn't finish it oh that's right but yeah Yeah. ice spiders is like a a sci-fi original that predates sharknado that's kind of like a sharknado type movie and then, um, and then we watched the room because we there's this new documentary about the making of the room on Netflix that we really wanted to watch with James Franco and. It's not a documentary. It's a movie about the making. Yeah. Of it's that the room called the Disaster Artist. Yeah, did I, say I think. Uh, well, yeah, I didn't mean documentary. But yeah, yeah, I know you didn't, but I didn't want to confuse people. It's yeah. not a documentary. Yeah, it's called the Disaster Artist. It was, it's pretty great, and and. James Franco nails the character, so yeah, it's really highly good. recommend. So yeah, it's been great. We had Ziri, have Ziri. Mm-hmm. Well, had if you're listening, this will be in the past. Yeah, but and that's been great. And mm-hmm. no, it's been a great weekend. So yeah, I'm on a, I'm in a good space. Well, good. So I want to talk about what we related to something we talk about all the time. Which is, it's kind of a mindset thing, but I want to talk about protecting your thoughts. So have you heard that phrase that way? Or do you know what I mean if I say that? I don't think I have. Safeguarding your thoughts? Nope. So a lot of self-help or like whatever inspirational speakers and authors and things like that talk about. Well, have you heard the, the phrase garbage in, garbage out? Nope. No. Okay. So it's alluding to the fact that like if you're surrounded by or if you listen to a lot of like 
negative thoughts, it can easily turn your mentality negative. Um, right. That's okay. the simple way of saying it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know the right way to... I can't give you a direct quote from somebody who said something about it, but I've just been thinking about it because, well, this whole... I don't even want to call it a pandemic, but like this, this whole COVID situation that we've been going through this year, which we've been talking about a lot on here, and I understand, and I hope you're not getting sick of us talking about it, but like a lot of people have been home from work. Either they don't have a job anymore, or they can't go to their job in the meantime, and then they're like watching TV and being bombarded with all these fear-mongering statistics and um different stations just like giving all the negative like negativity about everything going wrong with well people dying people getting sick people not wearing masks and then the riots and then the unemployment and then the elections coming up where we have really shitty choices and all that stuff and it's like so it's it's kind of like insult to injury because we've got these negative situations going on which is not uncommon especially in a an election year where things get cranked up to 11 and made to seem more important than they really are a lot of times and but that coupled with the fact that so many people are staying home and what do you do when you stay home you watch tv and then what's all over the tv or social media or social media right and those places are bombarded with just all these negative themes about, like I said, COVID, unemployment, Donald Trump, racism, the riots, uh, Black Lives Matter, George Floyd, you know, murder horn- hornets for a minute. Hornets. Moita uh, hornets. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to get my flow here because I was having a hard time kicking this one off but so well first off do you agree with that do you think that like a lot more people are spending a lot more time thinking about negative things right now yeah yeah and do you, i would agree have, with that have you if you step back and thought about it do you think that you've noticed a difference like it on if even if it's on just social media or with people you interact with or do I notice a difference with the people? Yeah. The, do you mean like that I'm seeing in person or just with people? So either. And I'm putting you on the spot because you haven't thought about this before. But I, I guess I have. We're building somewhere with this. We're going. Somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I think. I mean. I know that you haven't asked me that, but I feel like you know the answer is yes, that we've seen changes in people and different sides of people come out and like, or people come out of the woodwork. Yeah. So, but so, so it's a noticeable difference in your interactions with people, either more negative or more fearful or more, I mean, I would put fearful in a negative category as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it could be like yeah. more animosity or it could be more anger, more fear, any of I those types all of things, of that. Yeah. more abrasive, more willing to shut down or withdraw. Or mm-hmm. So you have noticed it. Yeah. And so do you think? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
I think it's obvious, but I don't know that you think it is. So. Okay. But so I am, maybe this is my own crazy hypothesis, but I think what I was just talking about is heavily related to that and how almost every person you talk to, there's this, there's this theme going around and we've talked about it on here. Or at least I've talked about it on here about how, Oh, 2020 is this piece of shit year and what's going to go wrong next. And well, I want to play 2020 bingo and who, who had, what is it like methamphetamine alligators or like, like whatever, any like new crazy story that comes up like, Oh, who had this for, yeah june or july or whatever like <laughs> right like placing bets people right but <laughs> is it really that it's that much worse or is it that we're focusing so much more on it number one to begin with and the the government overreach and overreaction of making everybody stay home has given people with little imagination not much else to do but to focus on it all day when they're on their phones and watching tv which is just filled with all that nonsense yeah well and it's funny too because it made me think of people who are successful and mm-hmm. so i'm actually i just started a book today yeah um how successful people think john c right uh maxwell. maxwell yeah and so even just like that little bit like so I mean, I'm only like one and a half chapters in a super short book. But Mm -hmm. from what I absorb, just based on that and like thinking about this question makes me wonder about how successful people think. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Obviously. Because then you're asking me what I'm thinking about this and it's making me wonder like the people who are successful, like, and in this case, I'm using that as a descriptor of business people okay so it's not like i'm not using successful a stay-at-home mom who's super happy yeah exactly like that is all great but that's just not how i'm using it in this example okay that we were talking about yeah and it's like wondering what they're doing and what they're thinking about it and like if part of it is they're too busy to like or Mm -hmm. they're it's on their radar, obviously, and they have to adapt to it depending on their business. But, like, also, like, can't get caught up in the, I'm afraid of this. Oh, uh, too busy to get too involved in the... Too busy to fear the, it. Yeah. Too busy to yeah. be paralyzed by it. Okay. Too, like... Right. Your calendar's already full. Right. And, you're, or, and you've got to... If you want to stay successful, Mm -hmm. you have to maneuver. You have to act. You have to like you can't be paralyzed. You have to do something because of what how it might be affecting your success. Yeah. So anyway, that just popped into my head. Well. So anyway. Well, are you continuing your thought, or did you have like a an addition? Well, I'm sure I do. I I did. I wasn't just going into one right now. So what were you gonna? Yeah. Well, so. The COVID thing, which is maybe why I had trouble getting going. The COVID thing is what made me initially like open my eyes to it. But so I immediately started thinking about the opposite side of the coin, which is it it made me think of a few different things. So it made me think of, okay, you've have you heard the phrase your network is your net worth? Yes. And. Uh, I recently saw, and I think I even shared this post, but it's like, if you have five successful friends, you'll be the sixth. And if you have 
five negative friends, you'll be the sixth. And if you have five active friends, you'll be the sixth. And so what it made me think about is when you're at home, like, so, okay, during, during COVID, when you're at home and you're watching TV, when you're watching TV, you're basically letting whatever's on TV control your thoughts for a while. If you're paying attention to it on, on some level, when you're reading a book, like you're in that world, you're kind of giving your mind over to the author of that book and whether it's fiction or fact, whether it's the book you're reading right now, or it's Moby Dick, you're putting yourself in that person's world. You're putting yourself in that person's mind. And the longer you do that, the more like that person you become in a way, because I mean, you literally are giving control of your mind over to a different person for a certain amount of time. So like you and I were husband and wife and we talk a lot and we listen to each other and we pay attention to each other. So we become very similar to each other. We're morphing into each other. It is. Yeah. We're going to get ourselves sewed together um, pretty soon (laughs) and just be one and I'll be the one who eats. So no, (laughs) I reject, I reject so (laughs) all right fine but i'm thinking about this because like yeah if you're hanging out with a group of friends let's say you're listening let's say everybody talks equally okay and you've got five friends that you hang with uh, hang out with all the time that means one sixth of the time you're saying your own thing and the other five sixths of the times you're listening to someone else and if you're being fair and not just waiting for your turn to speak then those thoughts of the other person that they're speaking out loud or running through your head. And so when you're doing that, you're basically giving your mind to those group of friends for five, six of the time you're with them. And that's why you become more alike because you're thinking their thoughts in a way. So like if you're being open enough to actually listen to them and not, you know, just going through the motions of a conversation or something like that. Right. Actively listening. Right. So I'm thinking about the opposite side of this and it made me think of like, yeah, your network is your net worth and things like that. And how like, so when I was working for the post office and I was reading all these books of highly successful people with their like advice about life and things like that, like you're doing right now with your John C. Maxwell book, however much percent of your day you're giving to that book is however much percentage of the day that you're becoming more like that person do you think there's validity to that yeah so like like i was saying when i was at the post office i was listening to these audiobooks and podcasts and things like that not only was i like absorbing some of that information but i was also becoming more like the people that i was listening to mm-hmm. like jim Rohn and like uh napoleon hill and all those people and granted i had a long way to go and i still do i'm not on this couch right now, like Jim Rohn or Napoleon Hill, but all that time I lent my mind out to those thinkers and was thinking their thoughts in a way. And so I like, so when I mention on here a lot of times when like I will get into a funk and things like that, I know I need to listen to an audio audiobook and things like that. It's because I'm thinking my old thoughts of unsuccessful Noah when I need to be injecting those thoughts of successful people to like change my mind, to get myself in a better mindset to 
to have the success I want to have and to go where I want to go. So, yeah. so I don't know, like I hadn't really thought of it exactly in that way before that, like, so when you're watching MSNBC all day and like, it makes more sense now why people hate Trump so much. And like, I mean, they have the whole time or why they're so scared. Right. Like, yeah. Well, cause I mean, what we didn't mention really prior to this is we don't watch the news. We've maybe right. mentioned it on the podcast before, but not yeah. this specific episode. But I don't know. But so, okay, just for that one example, though, I guess I'm curious. What would you say to someone who's like, well, you're just being naive and like about ignorance is bliss about the stuff that's about going like being on scared of the pandemic in the world? Yeah. Like if you're not watching the news and like if you're not because I would even say we or I. I wouldn't, I would not say that we have done our own in-depth research on it outside of the news either. Right. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on well, that? Yeah, so like, it's been so highly politicized too, which is. That's re- always really a red flag for us, yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, it is. But like I have, I mean, what do you mean? What if someone did say that? People do say that all the time to us. Like Correct. whether it's on yeah. social face, you know, face, Facebook or in person like right well yeah so it's a it's a real a lot of what finger if. It's wagging, not a <laughs> shaming like I, I so what is your response to that i guess the actual like what would i say you're wagging i don't know like well first off i think that they we try we also try not to engage in yeah being combative on social media which is where we'll see this but Right. I'm asking you now if yeah. you ha- if you were going to I think I don't know like I'm more and more thinking that like those the people that those finger waggers are just like I just have to move on <laughs> like like almost don't dignify with the response I don't know because it's like first off the research they've done okay this this is presumptive of me but I haven't I I recognize and acknowledge I haven't done like the in-depth research, but I would, ass- I would almost assume that I've done more research than they have and they will not acknowledge the same thing and they will have the definitive answer and why I'm a piece of shit, which I don't respect that. And I don't think it's as simple as wear wear a mask out of respect for other people because you could get them sick. I think there's more attached to it than that. And I, it's almost like do not engage. I don't know. Like, so just, yeah, ignore. Like, so when they come at you as like, well, you're so disconnected and naive. Yeah. Just don't My, even. I feel like the appropriate response is turn the other cheek. Like, what okay. else is wrong with me? Like, tell me more about what I could do better. Like, sincerely. And maybe they'll have something good to say. I don't know. Like, maybe they'll have something I can learn from. I, I mean, that's what so. we, right, which we should assume that we can. Right. Which that's what makes it hard for where we want to go in life. We want to, with compassion, listen to people and right understand. But yeah. that's so, what makes it a challenge. Yeah, it's a big challenge. <laughs> we're, we haven't arrived at that. Yeah. And well, anyway, just, sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to get you on a tangent about what you felt about that in particular. Yeah. I don't know if you <laughs> wanted to talk about that. I don't know. Uh, nah, not really. Actually, so let's sorry. maybe get off that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, but so I so 
what I wanted to really talk about was protecting the time, like literally like the amount of seconds that you spend thinking about certain things, whether they're positive or negative. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's going to influence how your mind works and your actions and your life and your lifespan and the people around you. So the higher percentage of time you're thinking about positive things, the better for you and everybody around you. Mm-hmm. And because if you're not just in a room by yourself meditating, when you're watching TV and you're on social media or you're listening to music or you're talking to coworkers, you're basically renting out your mind space to somebody for X amount of time that you're doing that. And you're being influenced by whether they're being, they're having a positive or negative message. And it leaves an imprint on you. Yeah. I think it can be exponential if you're an empathetic person too. Sorry. Empathetic. Not apathetic. I feel like that came out. (laughs) One of those pathetic, (laughs) empathetic people. Yeah. If you're empathetic, I think that it can be even worse depending on what you're absorbing. Yeah. So if it's a lot of negative and anxiety and fear and Mm -hmm. you're surrounding yourself like that or with that, you know, how can that not become that dialogue in your head? Right. Um, And it's a place like if you know, like, okay, so there's like the Debbie Downer thing or there's like, oh, that person's a drag. Like you've heard that phrase, right? Like it, yeah. makes, it makes sense because like they're dragging you down because they're oh, literally yeah. like they're trying to take you with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Misery loves company. I was just going to say that. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Like, uh, yeah. And it's amazing how how true that is when when you've decided when you recognize that that is true mm-hmm. or can be true. And that you want to actively avoid that. How how you see it pop up and you just want to laugh almost. And like... Yeah. Be like, wow, like this person, what's... Like... And what popped in, into my head was um, we at our apartment complex have a laundry room. None of the units have their own washer and dryer. So you have to use a like community laundry room. And mm-hmm. so there's like 10 washers and 10 dryers. And I was in there at the same time as some other person. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, it was like palpable. You All they are is a downer and a drag. And yeah, and, yeah I remember but, you mentioned it to me. Yeah, but if if we weren't in, if we weren't trying to fill our time with more positivity and positive thoughts, I don't know how obvious that was because it can be so easy to just engage with them. People love to commiserate. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just really interesting, like the kinds of interactions and how you're going to notice. Right. When, when you meet those, those particular people, like, I mean, I feel like, you know, who, who I'm talking about, like, even if, yeah, if you're not in a place where you feel like you're thinking positive all the time or anything like that, like 
you know people there are who shining there, examples there are sh- yes shining examples it's like different than just someone having maybe a bad day that you know or something like yeah. that you know these people that are especially that are the culprits right Whew. so it makes me think that like so this is what i'm what i'm talking about when i'm saying like protect protect your uh, although your i hate that word but yes what protect yeah well, but what anyway. about safeguard? That was yeah. I like that. Were... I like the safeguard. Your thoughts? Okay. No, and you I, can use that yeah. word. I'm just putting that out there. I just well, I originally wanted to say safeguard. Safeguard your thoughts. Yeah. So like, yeah, be, you need to put up a wall, and you need to be protective about what kind of things you're thinking about during the day. I mean, because it's gonna have a long-lasting impact on you, and you don't realize that. Like, it's not like obvious. Okay. Something else just popped into my head, though. Okay. Too. So yeah. How would you differentiate safeguarding your thoughts versus like being open minded and like being a good listener? And um, because mm-hmm. like I don't want it to be misconstrued that you're saying to to wall yourself off, like right. I'm not even phrasing it right, like like to not pay attention to someone or something or like. Today isn't our our day for words, I don't think. We'll struggle Um, through, like we always do. Yeah. So, like, not being in an echo chamber or not Mm. um, how we're supposed to approach, like, anybody with that they know something we don't know and that they have value to offer. Right. And, like, so I guess, like, that part of it. Like, I'm, like, I'm trying to figure out how that fits in with this kind of a thing because... Okay, so as in my mind, I'm thinking of people who are not on the same side of thinking as we are. Right. And what if Which they're, is most people. And they're safeguarding their thoughts. They don't want to hear what we have to say. And, right. And they so, don't want to hear our opinions about things, but I don't... It's hard to shoot down just like straight positive, like positivity. You know what I mean? Like... Mm-hmm. If it's like advice or like something like that, it's different. But like, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I'm listening. I'm listening. I think what I think. Okay, so I think you should enter into your conversations with people, even if you know they're a negative person, with an open mind and with the idea that you might learn something from them, and that if not, even if they go super negative, you try to do the opposite and go super positive, and maybe you'll rub off on them or, you know. If you can tell they're just not going to take your lead or whatever, then you can just have a little timer almost in your head and be like, well, you know, I I went in there with an open mind to see if I could learn anything. Uh, They came at me with negativity. I responded with positivity. I gave it a chance. But then, you know, you can only stay in there so long because you're going to get exhausted Okay. And it's like it's almost like an arm wrestling match and you know maybe they yeah. have more stamina for their negativity than you have for your positivity and so you can just cut out. Okay, yeah. I think that answers my question as a way to kind of uh appease like w- what I see are like kind of both sides of the coin. Yeah. Um and I feel because like because ultimately too we talk about like our ego and like how right. what we think is like well, your ego is bigger than mine. That is not what we're even talking about. That was a joke. 
Get it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's like a, a good, I don't know, maybe tactic to, to think about it. Because like. Yeah. I mean, if you have a particularly negative person who's particularly close to you and you can't get away from, then you, maybe you make a rule for yourself before you go in. Like, okay, I'll take three negative comments and I'll give back three positive comments. And if it still keeps going, then I, I'm dipping out, you know, or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, and it's, I have been lucky because. I don't have someone that's super close to me that's super negative. Uh, well, mm, I won't talk about that. <laughs> maybe, maybe I do, but well, um, yeah, maybe. Nobody extremely. who listens to this. Nobody who oh, listens to this. Okay. But I wonder if I know. Oh. Well, or yeah, yeah, or but we've cut them loose. Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> no, I mean we. Well, you, you're gonna eventually over time, especially your close friends, you're gonna attract same type of people as yourself you know like you're not going to be like a super positive person giving off positive energy and attract a lot of negative people it's just right opposites law of don't attraction attract. the law of attraction yeah. yeah exactly yeah no it's a lot to think about and so like obviously we didn't prep any of this beforehand and so it's a little bit disorganized um <laughs> So my mind is going in different directions and yeah. I'm trying to so the, settle on things and make it make sense. But yeah, does it always work that way? Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. So the new but my the new I don't know if it's an epiphany, but the new way I'm thinking about it is almost like you're awake for approximately 16 hours a day. So like it's almost like you've got rental space in your mind. Right. And you can you can keep some of it for yourself. But anytime you're interacting with an outside stimuli or stimulus, a person or social media or whatever, you're renting out your mind at that point. And so I'm saying that it's yeah. it's both Ooh. in your benefit to what? Well, yeah. And we want to be in the business of owning our mind. Yeah, yeah. Not well, meditation renting. is owning owning your mind and choosing yeah. what's being put Sorry, into so your mind. That was a good. That's a good analogy, right there. Right oh, there, thank man. Thank you. I mm-hmm. knew I'd get there. Yeah. Well, um, I ho- I helped you get there. You did. I know. Yeah. I meant we. I'm sorry. Don't bring that negativity on here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's just like, yeah, you've got 16 hours. It's almost you can almost like make a Google calendar out of it. You know what I mean? Like, and you can, you can mark each thing positive and negative and you want the positive to win. So, okay. So here's what this was. Sorry. I need to go back. Yes. To another facet of what I was trying to say before. Okay. And that is one aspect too, of how we think is that we don't want words to have so much meaning Mm-hmm. that it crumbles us. So, like, I don't want it to be mistaken that, mm. like, so we we like to live with that, like, truth and good will always triumph over. Yes. It, yes. So, with that in mind, like, I think that 
that is helping me settle this like argument that's kind of going on in my head about this because Mm -hmm. we talk about how like we want to be strong like mentally and so like i don't want it to sound like weird like all like positive like to where we're not resilient like to where we can't handle bad news we can't handle yeah and I'm thinking well, of one. We're friend. alive during 2020. Well, so. Yeah, but no, I don't. So I don't know if this will make sense to you because I'm thinking of one friend in particular. Okay. Who we we had a run in with with this and how she's she crumbles very easy mm-hmm. at with like words and like yes. So in my mind, I was trying to figure out how what we're what we're just talking about right now isn't going to result in that. Mm. because you're cutting yourself off and like um but i think it's probably because in this example maybe she's not actually a truly positive person and that's the difference it's that the positivity like if you're truly trying to radiate love and positivity Mm -hmm. that it's not that you can't handle negativity you're not weak to negativity. No. So I don't know if this will make any sense to any of our listeners at all, but <laughs> I'm working it out in my head. So yeah, looking at it as coming from like a place of strength. Yeah. Um, and resilience through love and positivity. Not like sure. you're a fragile, loving, nurturing person that's like can't handle no. the outside so like i don't yeah. want that to be what we're talking about like so yeah. we need to safeguard our fragile positive thoughts that no. can't like okay it's, so do you so, see that's yeah, what i, I couldn't what i couldn't yeah. get that across before and then after yeah. I just sat with it a couple minutes no it's not more. it's not yeah it's okay so no, does that, that make it a does little make sense. more sense yeah okay so it's so when I enter in a conversation with a negative person who's just feeding it to me, negativity right down my right down my face, right down the gullet, then my first reaction I would want would be compassion because I know even if that negativity is toward me, even if it's anger, then I know it's coming from a place of hurt or maybe fear or I know it's from an issue they're having in their life. And it doesn't mean I haven't done anything wrong, but I know first off, I want to be compassionate towards them. I want to take a moment to reflect and know if it is because of me and anything I've done that I should be correcting in my life. Um, But if I can identify that's not the time for me to like engage in this and like apologize or whatever for something I've done, if it's just them, and they're just like oozing negativity at me because they're just going to do that over to whoever's standing in front of them, then it's okay for me to check out and call a time limit and be like, you know, dip out. Just like, you know, I love you. Yeah. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yes. And to yeah. give yourself permission for that because like, it's different if you're watching TV. Mm. Like I watch ESPN and there's there's a guy on there. His name is Stephen A. Smith. Oh, you're calling out names. I okay. am. 
This motherfucker. No. Whoa. <laughs> no, he. See, I almost just said I hate him, which I don't hate anybody, but like he Ooh. is just he just spews negativity to me. And so since he's on the TV, literally almost any time I see him within like 10 seconds, I'll change the channel because he's just and he's like a sports caster. Yeah, but he's like he's like a what you would call a shock jock like. He's the guy who says damn and hell and ass and like he gets upset and screams at everybody and like and he also plays the race card all the time. He's I don't okay. even want to get into that. But okay. Like he makes everything about race and like he's he's, he's like almost every time he's like you got to be a damn fool like talking to the other people across the table from him and stuff. And so it's just like it's really negative. So when okay. he comes on, I'm just like gone but yeah. you can't do that to someone standing in front of you. right yeah okay yeah so yeah, there's yeah, a different yeah. repercussion so yes yes so i think it's okay to just like check out and be like i gave my positive responses this person is not ready to have that right now and i can't lend you any more of my mind at this moment yeah so, yeah so it's like giving permission to uh dip to dip to pause yeah yeah okay. I don't know. Yeah. I feel I feel better about this now. Yeah. Yeah. That's valid, isn't it? Yeah. No, I love the analogy too of the the renting out your mind or like allowing it to occupy space in your mind, which can then like um, like it makes me think of imprints too. It's like mm-hmm. and and that there's gonna be like ripples or something like yeah. the shadow of whatever. That's how your mind works. Came, That's how your brain works. Yeah. And um, so I think it's a really good example and like a, a, also a bit of a different way to think about it. So I appreciate it. Oh, good. This was a really weird episode. <laughs> 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 Took a lot of weird turns. Yeah. And, <laughs> but hopefully if you listened to the whole thing, you got something yeah. good out of it. Yeah. If well, we we want to be that positive. I don't know. Fuck yeah. 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 You listen to us twice a week, then you're putting, you're renting out your brain to positivity for however long you're listening. I hope so. Listen to us at 0.5 speed, and then uh, you'll be listening to us for longer and renting out your brain for a little bit longer to positivity. Oh, I was, I think it should be faster because we sound a lot cuter. <laughs> when it, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. It no, doesn't? it doesn't. It doesn't change pitches on oh, uh, podcast apps. Dang it! Yeah, when no only on our editing. Yeah, he'll <laughs> edit it and he'll put us on this fast chipmunk speed, and I always think yeah. I sound way better. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's Ziri, more, and then funny. Ziri comes in at the end. Thank yeah. you for listening to Wicked Chip. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so what's more positive than that? Exactly. Come on. So I guess sorry. Don't don't do that because that doesn't work. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Do we get somewhere eventually? I think so. I did. I it's resolved in my mind. Good. I was struggling there for a bit. So we both were. This was okay. a this was a hard episode. Yeah. So we'll let y'all go along with your positive lives. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll talk to you. I think we'll talk to you Wednesday. Most likely. Peace out. Later, homies. Thanks for listening to When Can I Quit My Job? Please remember to support the show by visiting whencanIquitmyjobshow.com and clicking the Patreon and Amazon links. 
Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only.